teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, take all the glory here today. Even as you give utterance, let your heart be poured out. Let your children experience you in the new dimension. Bless, Lord, and deliver. And Father, take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Remember our theme for the year? Our theme scripture that is Obadiah in chapter 1, in verse 17. Glory be to God in the highest. I want us to start from there just as a quick reminder because, you know, it's natural to forget. And that's what the devil wants. And that's why the, the writer of the book of James will say that we will not be forgetful hearers because it's natural to forget. Somebody says, why did you forget? Because I forgot. I wish I didn't forget, but I forgot. But with the Holy Spirit, do you know that he will remind you? There's so much we need them for. The Holy Spirit. I said, the rest of your life, you're about to begin to live. In the name of Jesus. If you're the one that God is speaking to right now, shout amen. Amen. It says, but on Mount Zion, but I like to take it and add a little more flesh to it so that we can fully understand it. If we back up, Again to 15, like it says, For the day of the Lord on all nations is near. In Bible, Paul says that the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God, that means it has come. As you have done, so he's addressing some people. Now, when we have scriptures like this, three ways to understand one, the physical people, then two, in prophecy. The future, and of course, the prophecy of the church. For the day of the Lord upon all the nations is near. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Yeah. You know, this our God is too much. Your repriser shall return upon your own head. Ah. For as you drank on my holy mountain, making a mockery of what is sacred, of what is mine, so shall all the nations drink continually. Yes, they shall drink and swallow, and they shall be as though they had never been. That is all your detractors, all your oppressors, who took or has been taking the light in oppressing you with the same thing they've been oppressing you they will be oppressed say I will turn their wickedness into a drink for them they will be so drunken until oblivion but I like that when you see all this happening, say, but on Mount Zion, there shall be what? Deliverance. Aha. There shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob will what? Possess their possession. Where your detractors are drinking themselves into perdition you will continue to cover greater grounds, becoming more and more like your master, acquiring what he has already ordained and given to you as an inheritance. I mean, you get better by the day. Shining brighter and brighter and brighter until the perfect day. But on the other side, those who held you down for so long, the more you come out, the more they diminish. If you read further, it said that day I will make the house of Jacob uh, a, a, a fire 
and the house of Joseph, look at it, a flame. But the house of Esau shall be stubble. They shall kindle them. And and devour them. And no survival shall remain of the house of Esau. You know what that tells you? Relax. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Somebody shall glory. Why are you going back there? To always remind us. That when we talk of victorious Christian living, it's a continuous possession of your possessions. You cannot totally possess it, is what I'm saying. You can't say, no, I possess that, I possess that, I don't care. No, 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 you continue to possess. If you think you've captured it all, then you realize that there is more to capture. What you've captured is yours. But there are, come on, you can't exhaust it. You know when you finish capturing it? When you become exactly spot for spot, dot for dot, like Jesus. And that won't happen until the appearance. But this is what I'm going. As long as it is Mount Zion, that shall be deliverance. That's it. Except it's not Mount Zion. If it's Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. I say, if it is Mount Zion, there shall be what? Like what I told you. So when you see things like this in the Bible, three ways of interpreting. Number one, physically. The physical Mount Zion, which exists. Existed then, still exists. And prophecies, oh yeah, were fulfilled. Oh yeah, they behalf. What about in prophecy? It is the church. What about the third one? Oh, that physical Zion. Oh, there's still going to be a physical manifestation when the mountain of the house of God will be bigger. And even the physical Israel will come to what God has called them. How big may be in the tribulations? But if it's called Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And that's why we are confident of the fact that we can't gather and things will not happen. <laughs> it's according to your mindset, it's according to your faith, it's according to what you believe. If it's Zion, what characterizes Zion? Look at, look at Hebrews 12, 22. You begin to see it there. You have come to Zion and you see all that has been enumerated has been part of Zion. I know one of you say, and you have come to what? The church of the living God. You have come to Jesus Christ, the mediator, and the blood of sprinkling, apart from a noble company of angels, the spirit of your righteous men made. So in other words, Mount Zion is church. And of course, understand this. When you say to Jesus Christ, didn't he himself say that where two or three are gathered in my name? I am there. Where on earth do you find him easily today? Now, the question is this. Do you always recognize or remember when you gather with saints that he's present? That knowledge and that remembrance is enough, a deliverance from any kind of oppression. So, with this knowledge, I'll continue on this some other time. But why did you go this route? just to make you understand that there's an attitude that is expected of you when you gather with the saints. It brings about the victory you always dream of. And I'm saying it to say that welcome to church. Come back with your testimonies in Jesus' name. Something unusual. Something wonderful. It's already happening on your behalf. Happening inside of you. I say in the name of Jesus. Your amen is not strong enough. Glory be to God in the highest.
Turn with me to Revelation chapter 3. Verses 7 and 8. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, This thing says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and he who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength. I've kept my word, and I've not denied my name. So I was meditating on Mount Zion, deliverance, except I'm not certain where I am, holiness, possessing our possession. I was thinking about it. I said, man, that becomes a lifetime pursuit. That becomes what I'm using my life to accomplish. And in the light of that, as I was thinking, the Lord reminded me of the scripture. And I couldn't marry it. I'm telling you honestly. And he was saying to me, if where people are finding things impossible, you are moving in and can't you see that you always have orchestration of opportunities that you are able to seize constantly? Can't you see that you always have a way out of where people are stranded and blocked in? I say, yeah. Say, can't you see that possessing your possession is an open door? I said, wow. So I went back to three, seven, and eight of Revelation. And I began to look at it by the Spirit of God. And that was when I was led to look at the worst version which I read to you last Sunday. Glory be to God in the highest. I'm now reading that same scripture I just read from the worst translation of the New Testament. And to the messenger, we say angel in the King James, of the assembly in Philadelphia, write at once. There's a sense of urgency here. Did you hear me? There's a sense of urgency. Why? Because I will not allow them to get burnt out. They're doing it right, but the results are not commensurate with the much of the push they're given. So at once. And God is in a hurry to bring you out. It's in a hurry to establish you. Can I say it again? This week will not pass you by. In the name of Jesus. You say, why are you so sure? Because he has assured me that his word in my mouth is fire. Uh, Again, that's your business. After all, faith is not defined for you by somebody else. His word in my mouth is fire, his hammer. It will crush, it will consume and devour. And yet it is spirit. It will heal, it will deliver, it will build. It will regenerate. It is life. The word of God. I'll be it from the book of Jeremiah. And so he said, and to the message of the assembly of Philadelphia, right at once. This thing says the Holy One. Can you see the way it describes himself? For the one who ever possesses his possession. No more I say there will be holiness. Don't give the devil an opportunity to attack you. God can't open a big door for you and you open a small door for the, No, God forbid. Why are you, you are opening a back door for the devil. God forbid in the name of Jesus. And to the messenger of the assembly in Philadelphia, write at once. This thing says the Holy One. He who is genuine. Hallelujah. He who has the key of David. He who opens and no one. Did you hear? Don't tell anybody, say no one. Don't tell anybody, say no one. And no one shall shut. And who shuts and no one opens? I know with absolute clearness your works. In other words, I know you beyond your knowledge of yourself. I made you. Now consider this. I have given you as a permanent possession. When I saw that, I said, wow. He himself led me to the word that linked it. I said, okay. A door which has been permanently except it's no man's iron. You will possess your possession. In the name of Jesus. Your life will count. In the name of Jesus. 
Oh, yeah. You think by just keeping quiet, you are getting it? You will shout, Amen! With the mad confession is made unto salvation. It's not enough to know it. You know it and declare it in the face of the situation. I have given you a permanent, as a permanent possession, a door which has been permanently opened, which no one is able to close. Because you have but a small amount of power. Follow me closely. He said, your strength is small. Here I say, you have a small amount of power. You realize, say, you have little strength. Say, small amount of power. And you say, God did my word. I recognize. You're not pretending. You're not hypocritical. We can't measure you by the results you're getting. Permit me to say, it's similar to what John was writing to Gaius about. You see, you are highly prosperous in your spirit being. But it's not commensurate with what I'm seeing on the outside. I pray that you be in good health and prosper even as I see your spirit man prospering. We want these things to measure up. They're there. They're yours. It's the same thing. I can see your labor over the word and you're not denying my... But you see, you have a little strength. Small amount of power. And you safeguarded my word by carefully observing it. So keeping my word is observing, it's obeying the word. And you did not deny my name. Many deny his name when, when the ships come to shore. They run their task to places, unfortunate places, places that will give them trouble the rest of their lives. God forbid. So now, this is where I'm going, and this is where I'm going to concentrate on today. Asking me what will be the title of this message, I said, your strength. But you see, your strength here is made clear to me as your power, your ability to possess, your capability of possessing. And he said here, it was little, little, little. In the Amplified Bible, in many of the modern translations, even the Amplified, the complete Jewish Bible, all of them use the word power in the place of strength. Then I went back and looked at my King James properly, and I went to look at the Bible dictionary titled King James. Strong's. And here was Strong's had to say. Glory be to God in the highest. Because the same word strength there and power, only I don't bother you with the Greek words, because I thought, if I can explain it, is what dunamis. So all the duna words are words that refer to power. God's ability. And here the meaning in it says strength is power. To be able, that's one explanation. Capable, that's another explanation. Achieving power. So you are observing, but your achieving power is small. It says here it is spoken of as intrinsic power, either physical or moral. Now, with that understanding, I'll just quickly refer to some scriptures. But I'm confident this morning, in the name of Jesus, that somebody is shifting up in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. Do you know that the whole essence of our Christianity, or what we call Christian living, is getting you to be yourself and so that you are able to DIY. That's all. You will never be a tale of any man in your life in the name of Jesus. How can you be becoming like him and then you'll be somebody's stooge? Whatever. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, in the book of Hebrews 11 11, the Bible says, by faith, 
Come on, somebody hearing me. Say that did what? Received? Everybody read. Look at it. Make sure you read. By faith. Uh-huh. And when Sarah receives strength? When Sarah receives strength? I can't hear you. Who was Sarah? The woman who looked like she would never in her life have a child again. Everything scientific and natural concluded that it was henceforth totally impossible. But by faith she received what? Strength. Do you know the word strength there is power? It's the same power. So I declare right now, everything that has stopped producing in your life and giving you trouble, I say, back up in the name of Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't matter the cops. Whether it is spiritual or temporal, whether it's occultic or otherwise, I command in the name of Jesus, I say receive power. It will produce. Your brain will work. Your mind will work. Your hands will work. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has been holding it before, I say, hear me. Jesus says the door is open to Whatever door has been shut against you is opened. I say opened. I say opened. I say opened. I say opened. In the name of Jesus. The same words. That is the strength. By faith. So when we exercise faith in God's ability, in what God has done, it opens a door for actualizing it. Straight away. Whew. Do you know that after resurrection, for 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus Christ remained the book of Acts in chapter 1, and they were teaching them concerning what? The principles of the kingdom. What was the principle of the kingdom? Simply put, concluded when he says, when he said that in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he says, and you will receive what? I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. They were worried about so many things. Is, will it be this time that you're going to restore the power back to Israel? And he said, why are you putting yourself? He said, you just be concerned with the fact that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And when he comes, he will empower you. And that will make you what? My witnesses. First, in Jerusalem. You only, look, look, look. You only need to begin to be my witnesses and watch how doors will be going to open from level to level to level to level to level to level to level. Ah, the secret is clear. But let me still take it one by one. And you receive what? Power! When the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you become my witnesses. So what was he telling them? It is this same power that you need. And remember what he told them then? He said, don't even try to start without the Holy Spirit. So what's the source of this power? What's the source of this strength that we talk about? Come on, help me. Holy Spirit. Yes, I'm laboring over the word. And I believe the word. Yes, you do well. And in the name of, oh, I don't joke with that name. You do well. But so that my resolve can measure up with my understanding and my belief, Holy Ghost, I need your help. In Acts chapter 3, something happened. Because after Jesus taught them in Acts chapter 1, he told them to go wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with what? Power. Tell your neighbor, say now I'm beginning to get it. Tell your neighbor. It's all about power. Is somebody getting it? I, it doesn't matter how bad your situation may be. It's about power. Glory be to God in the highest. And so, having got that, the day of Pentecost came, and the Bible said they were all filled with the Spirit. Came like a, the sound of a rushing mighty wind. They were filled with the Spirit, as it were. Please hear me well, because I'm not talking Greek. I'm not talking in abstract. This is what you can apply to your physical life, even now. In the name of Jesus. 
the, the, the generational cause. I hear you. But I'm talking of the present day power of God that breaks every curse. The one that opens the door against any curse and no man can shut. It was my mother. They said it was my mother. That this is, I hear you. And I'm not disputing that. Why will now be born again and be in Christ and your, your mother ma- 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 what? Is it bigger than the creator of the ends of the earth? Is it bigger than the Jesus that died on the cross and resurrected? Except if Jesus did not die. If he did die and he did fast. Uh, what are you talking about? And so on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came, power came, people didn't understand. But when Peter would stand up to address them, he said, this is that which Prophet Joel spoke about. That in the last days, and he did say something. So what you see is a confirmation of the fact that Jesus is seated right now at the right hand of God. The power, I mean, the powerhouse above every principality and power. And with that in mind, Peter and John were going into the temple to go pray in the hour of prayer. And they came across the man who had always been sitting there, lame from birth. They said the man would be about 40 years old at the time. So it wasn't just a makeshift arrangement. And they were coming, and the man, like its pattern was, were like, please give me arms. Said that. And Peter and John, realizing now that they got something more than gold, and realizing that the time was ready for the man, because you designed by the Spirit of God. You see, one thing the Spirit of God does when it comes to a man, it comes with power. He comes with precision. He comes with the full presence of God. It's like you are right standing before God. They realized it was time. So they approached him. He said, how do you say that? Because, come on, Jesus had gone in and out several times with them before with the man there. And they just gave arms or they just walked past. But now it was his day. It's somebody's day. He said, but I've always gone to church. Thank God you are in church always. And thank God you are in church today. That's why this is not going to be like another week for you in the name of Jesus. I said, this is not going to be like another month or another week for you in the name of Jesus. Something special. Something unusual. Ah. Didn't you read again? That, hey, those who oppress you, the very method they have used will be the same thing that will sink them. They come on fire. There shall be deliverance. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is your week. This is your month. The devil planned the worst for you, but it's your best. In the name of Jesus. Ah, I didn't get it like that. I can, you know, you're almost like, you feel like reaching out your hand to say you are the one. I almost feel like doing that because I know you are right there under the sound of my voice. I can't wait to hear your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. And so they came there and they said, hey, silver and gold we don't have, but what we have we give unto you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. You know why? They have been empowered. They have come to a realization that they had something. Many years ago, the coordinator of Marcelo's ministry in Nigeria was, I mean, came to share with us in church. And when we, give, when we give a sermon, he said, come on, for a meditation this morning. And I said, well, that's interesting, really. Actually, we are meditating the word of God. That was the way we introduced the sermon. And he would preach from the book of Acts that morning. And I said, can we turn our Bibles to the book of the of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the apostles. I said, wow. But that's what it is. And today we still have the acts of the Holy Spirit in the life of the saints. Of which we are. This is life changing. In the name of Jesus. The whole of life is about power. If you don't know that, oh my goodness, you are making a mistake. A big time. A big one. Peter took him at the right hand and lifted him up. 
Come on, church, are you here with me? The man and the beautiful gate. All right. And immediately, his feet and ankle bones receive strength. Hallelujah. Receive what? Receive what? Glory be to God in the highest. (laughs) And so he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple with them, walking and leaping. Hallelujah. The pleasant place where your heads have been down, crying, you'll be jumping and leaping. That's why the prophecy said that you'll not just be coming jumping, you'll be coming the multitude, rejoicing with you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. You'll be coming multitudes rejoicing with you. I'm praising God. And all the people, glory be to God in highest, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. They saw him. The time has come for the world to see his power in your life, in your situation, in your circumstance, in the name of Jesus. And he was praising God. Go ahead. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging. I say, your situation has changed. In the name of Jesus, say, my situation has changed. In the name of Jesus. Begging arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were all filled with Hallelujah. And they were all filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. The time has come for the world to look at you and their response to your situation will always be wonder and amazement in the name of Jesus. Because look, look, look. We ca- he said, we carry this treasure in an earthen vessel. Take the name of Jesus. <laughs> you only be to God in the highest. The Bible said the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dressing inside. Where does it dwell? Inside of you, of you, of inside of you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. Somebody shall glory! They will never, you will never be like a beggar again in your life. He will prepare his meal for them. He will feed them. Don't anybody say it's about power. It's about power. And the amazing thing is this. God has decked you with the power. Ah. Ah. And they were all filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Next. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John. Watch this. Has that testimony. He came to testify. And was holding on to Pastor Taiwo. Oh, this Pastor Taiwo. This Pastor Taiwo. In fact, when they see some of them, they say, this is the power of God. They told them. He was by his power. Point them to Jesus. Not because you are that terribly humble, but because that's the order of things in the kingdom. And that's why you'll be able to do all. And that's why they too now go with the boldness of what happened. They will do it for others. That's what it is. Greatly amazed. Next verse. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, watch this. Why do you marvel at this? Or why look so infer- I mean, intently at us? As though by our own what? Power. Wait, 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 wait. Peter, John, you did what no man has ever done. Are you saying it's not your power? Then whose power? Are you getting the secret now? Yes, sir. So it's not by power? Yes, sir. It's not by mind. But by my spirit, says the Lord. You know the problem of the body of Christ today? We use God. Give me, help me, make me. Oh, don't you know that you don't need to cry that? He knows what you need. He will do more than you can ever even think or even remember to ask him. But why don't you now get to watch this? He says it's not our own power. He pointed, guess what happened? That day the church grew to five thousand by that singular action. I'm sure any smart person will begin to know where the power 
Besides, I feel the fire. <laughs> yeah. It attracted the government too, and it attracted occultic powers. It attracted those who, don't, who hate God. And they moved to stop them, like it's happening today. They will mix with you just to stop you. They will pretend to be part of you. They are not. Just to stop you. But he said, the truth they are in against you will roast them. So leave them. Forget about them. Their times are gone. So they moved against them. Guess what? The Bible said they went to their own company in chapter 4. And by the time they finished praying, there was a vibration and an earthquake. And what happened? They were filled what? with what? With who? The Holy Ghost. Aha! Hallelujah. And in verse 23, Acts 4, 23, shall we together, and being let go, they went to the... And for that all that they... Uh-huh. Chief priests and elders had said to them, when they heard that, they raised their voices to God in what and accord, and said, Lord, go ahead, you are God who made the heaven and the earth and all that's in them, who by the mouth of your servant David. And they went on by stretching your hands to heal, and the signs and wonders may be done through the name of your... And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together, what? And they were all filled with the what? With who? The Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. And with, with great what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. We can't hear you. With great power. What happened? The apostles gave what? Ah, what did they pray for? They prayed that God will move and there will be healing and there will be signs and wonders. Now the Bible said when the power came with great power, they did what? They gave witness. Oh my goodness. To the decision of the Lord Jesus. And not next. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And great grace was upon them. If you read further, by the time they go to verse 5, say great awesome miracles began to happen in their midst. But when the power came, what did it give them to do? He enabled them to what? To be what? Witnesses, you will see power and to make you what? Witnesses, you see how they were not using God, they were aligned themselves for God to use and power followed them. Accented it how God anointed Jesus Christ with what with the Holy Ghost and with what? Come on, talk to me, you are too quiet for me. I know he's sinking, that's why, but I need your response. Shout The Holy Ghost comes to give. That's what He gives. We are dead with power. If you don't know, the devil will be kicking like football. How God anointed with Holy Ghost and power, and He went about what? Where you know who you are. You only need to look. In fact, when you are and you don't see, when they see you, they will disappear. The Bible said, no one dare join them. The daily people were increasingly added to the church. And they were esteemed highly. Now, you will agree with me quickly, like I, I put it out. He said, you will see power so you can be a witness. So you know what brings power. And when they threatened, then they prayed. Every shout prayer, 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 prayer. And when power comes, what does it make you? It makes you what? Witness. It makes you his message. Give us Acts 1 8. So Acts 1. But I promise you this the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you'll be what? Seized with power. Do you have the Holy Ghost in you? That's the question. Don't you know you are already seized with power? Next verse. And you'll be what? My messenger to Jerusalem throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the utmost part of the earth. You don't need to struggle, they will look for you in the name of Jesus. They will look for you. It's got to do with power. 
But what I'm saying is that when the power comes, it makes you a messenger. Now, the problem is that what is witnesses? What is messenger? Somebody just defined it well for me, and I just picked it to say. He said, hey, witnessing. He said, giving your own testimony Amen. of faith in Jesus Christ. That's all. Use your Instagram. Say, come and see what God has done for me. That's all. And watch how many people on earth will respond. You'll be shocked. Give the testimony of how you became born again. Some will abuse you. But many will thank God for your life. Don't tell me you don't know how to witness. Use your Twitter handle. Stop using your WhatsApp to just transmit what has no head, no tail. Just your testimony is what you need. Many will refuse to give testimony. Uh, you are changing yourself. Are you a friend of Jesus? He healed you. You are hiding it. What if he didn't heal you? He opened the door of abundance to you. You are hiding it. And yet, if it's Babala, we pretend there is one Baba in the Jebu, one Baba in Abekuta, one Baba in Karanamoda. Jesus! Tell them, he did it for me. That's all. That's all. It's that simple. And see the power of God follow your life. That's an open door. Now I can understand why Paul will say, since the day I heard that you gave your life to Christ, I never cease to give thanks to you. Make a mention of my prayer. That the Father, Father, the King of glory, we give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. From version, that you may know the purpose. Purpose is not just that I can come and ask for bread and butter. Purpose like I can be a messenger. I can be a witness. Is it? You think God will send you without decking you with everything you need? He will give you more than you need. When you feel the prayer, you pray. But when he answers, he gives you doors to be a, a better witness. And better witness will come with all the largesse that goes with it. All the fringe benefits. The fringe benefits will overflow you. Your cup will ever overflow now. Uh, my husband, husband, and wife, wife, child, child, child. Is all good? Health, health, good health. Provision, yes, yes, yes. Secure. I understand. But rather than just God, God just do this for me. God, why do you say, God, give me the power to be your witness? Amen. You'll be amazed that the things that are threatening you will begin to flee from you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will be an overcomer. Amen. That area of your life that several is seeking to diminish you will be the area of your promotion. Amen. If you are the one that God is talking to, they shout, Amen! Amen. Amen. Regardless of who is here or who is not here, shout, Amen! witness that's just the way God has made it so he prayed that prayer that you will know the purpose you realize how treasurable you are in his hand and then of course the exceeding greatness of his power put it in message version Um, Ephesians 1 as I close I think verse 17 or 18 hallelujah by the God of all Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, we grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened. I want it in the message version now. Okay, personally, that is where your eye focused and clear so that you can see exactly what he is calling, that's purpose, all right, and, uh, and grasp the immensity of the glorious way he has for his followers. Oh, watch this, and look at this talking about his power now, he said the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. You know what he refers to as utter extravagance? See, he said endless energy, boundless strength. All this energy is you from Christ. All this energy is used from Christ. God raised him from the dead and set him on the throne. Now, the way it is put in King James, he said this power was the same power demonstrated. This power, he said, I'm praying that God will let you see the extent of the power. It is immeasurable. 
is incomparable. Nothing created can compare with it. And that's this power that is made available to you. If you don't understand it, the same power that raised the dead body of Christ from the dead is what you have. Tell the neighbors about power. Say it again it's about power. Say it again it's about power. As I close, somebody said, said the only establishment ever instituted by Jesus on earth is the church. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. He didn't build any other thing. And see what's through his church. He said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. You go in my name. You have my power. When he was doing dress, I said, I give you power, dunamis, over every power of the devil. And nothing shall be enemies. It's about power. He said, Pastor, I've been wondering my life. He said, Yes, fine. Keep on praying. God will answer you. But add to it now quickly. I'm an active witness of Jesus. That's all. Use every means you have. Your friends in conversation, you meet on the plane, you meet on the train, and you go talking. Say, what do you do? How did you get to this place? Say, I must tell you the truth. God has been good to me. I studied very well. But you see, God just kind of orchestrated it for me. Say, what do you mean by God? I'm a Christian. I believe in the power of resurrected Jesus Christ. They will listen to you. When they see you in the place of achievement and you're telling them your source of power, they will listen. And you know what that does to you? It will give you more grace. God will elevate your platform. It's about power. Your strength may be small, but who called you to use your power after all? In the book of John, chapter 15. He said, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, if you're here, shout amen. amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he said, you know what? He will bear witness of me. So before God told you to be his witnesses, he has sent the Holy Ghost. This is the Holy Ghost is here. It's a witness for Jesus. Sir. So if you say, I'm going to be a witness, the Holy come, 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 come. Stand and face them. And come here, come here, come here. I won't touch your hand though. Just do your hand like this. See what? This man says, please take me to be the Holy Ghost. Um, he's not devil. Mm. So take him to be the saint, which is good too. I'm the Holy Ghost. The only reason I'm here is to proclaim Jesus to my to the world. That's my work. He now said to him, he said, now receive power and you go be my proclaimer. The moment the Holy Ghost finds a proclaimer, guess what? Guess what? We are doing the same thing. We are in agreement. We are collaborators. Now he just, you just continue to do what you want to do. Move. We are moving together. Who do you want to face? Anything you want to do. You have a collaborator. Holy Spirit. Because that's where he's here. And Jesus said, you go do that for me. And so he partners with you. And God does not expect you to, do, to live life a solo life. You have to live it in collaboration with God, the Holy Spirit. It's a new beginning for you. For you. For you. Receive now. I bear every hold. I release freshness. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shall Holy Ghost! Power! I will never forget. Early in the year. He said, possess your possession. So you are about to possess nations mightier than you. So it's not your power. It's my power in agreement and in collaboration with your power. You are ready to achieve what, humanly speaking, you cannot. Where there's no antecedent in your family, shall we rise? So what are we saying? I will never use God anymore in my life. I will rather fellowship with the Spirit of God and submit to his counsel. He will do much more for me than I can ever even think for myself. Lift up your hands and appreciate him.
the personal this time around. Appreciate him for where he has brought you so far. And tell him that you're ready for the next level. Say, Holy Spirit, move me now. May my Spirit your might go in this your power come back with testimonies of his faithfulness in the land of the living attaining highs that you cannot naturally attain in the name of Jesus tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.